All right, welcome back to the Hit Factor. We got the full crew on tonight. Squatchling, the Jedi Master, and Jeremy. Uh, I'm the Jedi Master? That's me? I guess so. I mean, if Sasquatch is going to be your Squatchling, then I guess you're the Jedi Master. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Upgrade. Upgrade from you. Why do you say that's so surprising that we would give you a, a like a, a nice title? Like, like we always give you nice titles and lift you up. Encouragement is all we do. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. That's I. I mean, usually the feedback I get is people like, "Dude, you need to like stop encouraging people so much. You are over the top nice to people." Who are you that's talking you, to? That's usually what I hear all the time. Is this like at church or something? People that don't listen to the podcast. I think, or? I think he's thinking of the conversation when his wife's like, are you even listening to me? And he's like, that's a right. weird way to start the conversation. <laughs> could be. That could be. All right. So I got something a little bit interesting that's, I mean, it. what happened, what wasn't shooting related, but it was something that made me think I, I need to pay more attention to this uh, when I'm shooting. So I was out. Uh, Jeff's already started making funny for this, but I was uh, I was playing golf this last weekend, and I was playing on a at the uh, Abilene Country Club. My cousin's a member down there, so it's a really nice course. Uh, it's a fairly difficult course, and I had I had played pretty well for the day. I mean, I had some mistakes. Was playing really well. The wind was it was really windy. It was like fifteen to twenty mile an hour wind, um, which was tough. And we get to a hole, and I hit what I thought was a good tee shot. It ends up like I hit a good shot at the tee box, but then it ends up in a bunker. And so I get out of that and I use a range finder and I range the, the flag or thought I did. And it gave me a yardage of like 257 yards. I was like, okay, that's a hybrid. So I didn't even think about it. I just, just pulled a hybrid and just hit it, smashed it like exactly how I wanted it to. And my cousin standing right there, like he's the one that's the memory. He's like, dude, you just hit the clubhouse. I was like, what? <laughs> well, so I, so I got the rangefinder out again and shot the distance again, and it was actually like 200 yards. And what it the range that it actually gave me was literally the clubhouse, which was like 60 yards behind the green that I was aiming at. Uh, nice, nailed it. And and so sure enough, we drive my uh, drive my the cart up there, and yeah, the the golf ball sitting like in the concrete like down below the steps that are like right by the door to the clubhouse. And I got freaking like, I just got like, I was so pissed off. Like I was, I was so mad and just like, I just like gave up like right then. And it was the, the, the crazy thing was it was, I didn't hit a bad shot. I hit a good shot. I just had the wrong club because I was going off the wrong information, but I like just mentally, like it just like deflated me. I ended up getting like a quadruple bogey on that hole and like the whole rest only had three more holes left right but or two more holes i don't know a couple more holes left i mean just tanked on the whole rest of it um so it was it was this interesting deal that was like okay i was playing pretty well and then i got mad and kind of hung my head a little bit and my performance just went to total crap and it was quantif it was in that sense it was quantifiable like it was like okay you like it was like a night and day difference between what i did like the first the first part of playing to the the last little bit of it 
And so like that, that just, that made me think literally, literally while I was on the range, like how many times have I gotten pissed at a match and like that has tanked my match just from my attitude. And, uh, every time I've seen you make a mistake at a match. Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, you weren't you weren't asking for feedback. I'm sorry. You were, I mean, that was kind of a rhetorical yourself. question, you know. But uh, I mean, no. But I mean, but you are. I mean, you are right. Like I, I try to. I mean, I try to stay positive, but it's I. That's something I struggle with. But at the same time, it's I got a pretty good reminder of how quantifiably destructive that can be to your match. Um, yeah. Even if it seems like a you know, you get a double mic no shoot on a you know, on a no shoot target on your second stage of the match, it seems like crap. I'm, well, I'm down 60 points. That's, that's can't get out of it, but you, know you certainly can't get out of it. If you, if you get a bad attitude for the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, you know, the saying like, don't compound a mistake, you know? So generally speaking, that's like, I'll say you, you messed up a reload or something in a stage or you do a standing load, you know, get back on plan or don't try to shoot really fast to make up lost time. It works the same way over the course of the entire match, too. If you had a bad stage, like, you've got to put it behind you and you walk away from that stage and shoot the next one. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Ozark, I didn't come out ahead, but our second stage was a very bad stage. Lots of lost points there for me. And it would have yeah. been easy to go to the next stage and just let that tank the entire rest of your match. And, and if I'd have done that, I probably would have ended up third or fourth and been so far behind Jeff that it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You had to put it behind you and shoot the next stage. Yeah, I kind of feel like you almost need to have the mentality going into a match of, like, every single stage is its own event. Like, they're not, like, don't even think of them as combined scores, um, but think of them as their own event. And, like, it, it, bring that mentality into the match and then maybe that might be a little bit easier um, if you do have a mistake to leave that behind. It's like, okay, I've got the next event to go to, and this has nothing to do with that. It may be, at least maybe for me, uh, that might be better. Because, I, I, I mean, I do struggle. I mean, I put a lot in the sport, and it's, you know, when you don't get the results you want and you feel like, especially early on in a match, like you feel like you've just wasted all the effort you you've put into it because you, you know, had a standing load and had a mic some whatever it is man that's that's tough to to shake that off but but you're gonna you gotta figure out a way to do it i thought uh i thought for sure you were gonna you're gonna tie this back into area three where i gave you the wrong information <laughs> for the final stage you know now that you bring that up that is actually like, <laughs> like i just had the wrong information and it ruined but, everything but that actually that is, is uh that actually is a great comparison that I, I hadn't thought about. I'm glad you glad you reminded me of how much I hate you, Joe. <laughs> I thought for sure ways. that's where this was going. It should have. It should have. Unfortunately, I have a terrible memory, so. No, but I think you're right. Um, I think you really do have to approach each stage uh, like as fresh as you can. Like, I don't know that you really can right like cuz you know where you're at in the match usually yeah. you know you know what's going on you know it's nationals or it's a club match or whatever you you're like you have expectations and pressure and stuff going into stages but i think as much as you can you need to just like block everything out and it's just like what what can i do to optimize this this stage yeah every every stage like just go into it 
completely focused on that. Talking about basically like being in your own head and getting yourself behind and doing worse because of it. I mean, it, it comes back to the same thing though, as whenever you're, you know, start getting negative or being negative, like that is going to negatively impact you too. It's no different than if you, if you see a, if you see a tight, hard shot or something at stage, say a, a no shoot, a hard no shoot target. Like if you're thinking, don't hit that no shoot, you're going to hit that no shoot. If you're thinking, okay, aim, aim, yeah, yeah. aim two inches up from that because it gives me plenty of room, you know, aim on the AC line or whatever. Like that's going to be a far better move than saying, don't hit that no shoot. Instead of saying, don't hit that hard cover, you know, you need to be thinking about the exact spot you're in. It's no different than mentally. If you're thinking like, oh, this match is over, then you're absolutely correct. It's over. Like you're not going to be competitive the rest of the day. Yeah, that's right. That's why I would be telling Jared all every day at nationals. So it'd be like, this match is over, Jared. It's <laughs> over for you. Yeah. Over. <laughs> Dude, I, we haven't even started shooting yet. You don't have to like already feel defeated. You're a very good shooter. Sure to be a close match. I look forward to the mental war games that that go on at nationals. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't. <laughs> 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 oh, but uh, funny enough, I also played golf this last weekend, and I found myself like uh, applying, say, like mental strategies that I've, that I have learned in shooting. Just like uh, mainly, guess I guess cues and like staying focused on one little thing. Yeah. Uh, in golf, uh, so I, I also figured out this weekend that I probably have ADD of some kind, and so when it comes to like, uh, you know, I sent you guys a video of me dry firing and I can't control my eyes. <laughs> they like, <laughs> yeah, it's freaking weird, dude. I cannot focus on like one point. Um. So I also found myself struggling with that in golf when I'm like trying to hit the ball and I can't keep my eyes looking at the ball. Um, <laughs> dude, it's so I challenging. Wanna, I want to watch you putt like a six foot putt that you really want to make so bad. I want to see uh, that dude, happen. I just like, I look back and forth from the hole to the ball, like light speed, just like, <laughs> I wish we were shooting together in nationals. I would have so much fun with you. That would be I'm great. I'm so glad we're not shooting together, honestly. I'll shoot better not shooting with you. Yeah, it was it was just interesting that I hadn't played golf in, I don't know, four or six months or something like that. And I found myself thinking about the game differently just because of shooting. Yeah. Just because of the, the mental aspect of shooting and stuff that I figured out over the last year. I thought that was really interesting that it was, it was a completely different event, but I found myself mentally processing uh, the game differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a somewhat similar in, you know, what Jared was talking about. Like if you stand over a shot, uh, I'm talking about a, like a shot in golf uh, and you like, for me, if I have like, a, I can visualize or remember the feeling of like hitting a really crisp shot then I can hit it really crisp. But if I don't, like if I'm standing over and I don't feel comfortable, like I'm worried about, you know, slicing or whatever, and I don't feel that, then the chance of me sculling it or hitting it really fat or whatever is like goes way, way higher. Um, so like that visualization and that that kind of your, your positive feeling about what you're doing, 
is very powerful. Um, and it's, you know, I mean, all this is stuff. I don't think probably most of our listeners, this isn't necessarily new info for them, but yeah. like for me, it was kind of a reinforcing things like, okay, like this, do, this does carry over. And I was able, this was more quantifiable, like in my experience for it, uh, in a way, okay, that's a good reinforcement. So I need to make sure I do that stuff when I'm at a match too, or just on the practice range even. Yeah. You, you mean, you have to look at the other important side of it. Like you've been doing this a long time. This is stuff you already all, you, you already know to do it. Yeah. And you're clearly failing on doing something basic here. So you're being reminded to take a better focus on it. Yeah. And I think we've all done that before. Yeah. Like, not be focused on the right things and it'll have negative consequences. Yeah. And all honestly, like that, I feel like that's what training is for me is mostly it for the most part it's reminders on oh yeah do that stupid like oh yeah you need to do that when you're shooting like like that's that's almost what a lot of training is just reminders on what i need to be doing what i need to be focusing on when i'm shooting uh, it's not necessarily always big revelations of oh there's a big epiphany to do something totally different yeah also i wanted to say I felt like you did a really good job of staying positive at Ozarks. And I don't know if it was just because you didn't really care about that match, but I felt like you stayed pretty positive. Like you were still in a good mood by the end of the match. Normally, like your mood's pretty shit by the end of the match. <laughs> you you actually you actually did put like cause you, you just had some bad luck with poppers and stuff. And you did just like put that behind you and keep going. Yeah, I mean, I I did try very hard at that match to, like, to not let it bug me. Um, at the same time, I mean, it it was it wasn't nationals, right? Like, it it was the Ozarks. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there, I think there wasn't like a ton of people shooting single stack or anything like that. So, I mean, it was a little bit easier to do so uh, in that situation. But it was good practice, and that's like, okay, yeah, you screwed up. Okay, you can't like yeah. getting pissed. One, people don't like it's not being fun around people when they get like super pissed. Like, right? Like it just like you were sucks at nationals the, last year? Yeah, it kind of sucks the fun out of nationals or out of like being around them. <laughs> yeah. I'm Area four. I thought about drowning you in the pool after day two, but I really think you would have probably not fought back because you were so upset. <laughs> Dude, okay. I don't know if you remember what you did in the pool versus what I did in the pool and that like you could hold your breath for like 30 seconds and then you were tapped out and I was good for like two minutes. So you would be the one drowning. Nah. I think he was saying you might try to drown yourself. <laughs> well, that was the point. maybe that's, maybe that's why I lasted so long. <laughs> You're like, wait, I can, wait, wait I can pull, stay wait pull it back up. Like, okay, you win. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't quite that bad, but hey, almost. While we were talking about Ozarks, I wanted to give somebody a shout out from that match that was shooting production because they were really freaking close to me and Jared. Um, I've never met this person, and I don't know how you say their last name, but I'm looking at the results here, and it was Carl Kleitz. Sites. I think that's Sites. Sites. Yeah. He's, he's from uh, Little There's Rock. There's an L. There's an L in there. I thought it was Sites. I thought that's what they said. Uh, anyway, uh, he shot with me at Old Ford. I thought that's what they said his last name was. That was Sites. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Yeah, well, he shot. He shot like 96 percent of me, and he shot more alphas than both of us. 
Uh, he was just like 10 seconds slower, but he shot a great match and he was within, uh, within grasp of winning. So shout out to Carl there. I was not surprised to see that. He's, he's a good shooter. Yeah. Pretty awesome. All right. So next we were going to talk about nationals. Is that where we're going to, we're going to move to nationals and Jared's embarrassing loss. Uh, I, it's not. It's not embarrassing to get beat by other super squad guys on the super squad. Of course not. It is. It it is a little embarrassing if you're on the super squad and you get beat by somebody not on the super squad. I'm not too concerned mm-hmm. with that. Okay. So last year we did nationals predictions, and we did them at the beginning of the year, and we did them like for like all the nationals for the whole year, and ended up not yeah. working real great because then like we got to the end of the year and like. There were people that, like, we predicted, oh, they're going to win, but then, like, they didn't even shoot that division. Uh, yeah. But that was really fun to to whip that, especially the predictions with each other. That was pretty fun to whip out at the end of the year. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. So this year, we're going to do the predictions just for this coming national. So we've got Revolver, Single Stack, Production, and Limited 10. Uh, and so we're going to make predictions for those. I assume Jeff is preparing himself to write the predictions down. That's what it looks like. What do you think? Predict the uh, predict the top three, and then what What uh, the podcast does? Yeah, I yeah, would say, yeah, good. let's pick top three, and maybe L10 will just pick a winner, because I think there's only like three shooters shooting L10, so maybe just pick a winner for L10. No, top three. Top three. All right, okay, so what so we, got? we got production. Let's start with revolver. Oh yeah, we, there is revolver, isn't there? Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm going to pick third place. Is gonna be? Are we ready? Are you re- are we ready to do this? I got got it up my phone. Ready. Okay, so I'm gonna pick uh, Josh Lentz for third. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rich Wolf for second. And to everybody's surprise, I'm going to take Poji to win it. So I don't know Revolver much. Has Poji won before? Poji has won. Poji, sorry. won the last three, three or four, right? Three okay. or four. It's okay. a, I know at least three, but I think four. Because you, you, you named the only three names I recognize for Revolver. And I was thinking you, that's probably the right order. You named you know David Ohasso. You got Ohasso right. and probably James McGinty, I think, is shooting it. And he's he's really solid with a revolver as well. Okay, you said uh you said Poji for one. Who'd you say for two? Rich Wolf, my buddy from Rich. California. Rich. He came up to me and talked to me. He thought he knew me and he didn't. It's great. It was great conversation. <laughs> well, okay, but if you know Rich Wolf, he'll come up and talk to anybody, and he does not know a stranger. Like that's just <laughs> Rich Wolf. So, yeah, he, he he probably did think he did know you, but Rich, like Rich and Poji, were extremely close last year. I don't have the I don't have the results in front of me, but it was it was really close. And you had who for third? Josh Lentz. I'm also. The same order because I'm thinking that's about what the top three was last year, if I remember right. Yeah, it was the top. That was the top three last year. And and because of my lack of knowledge on revolver, I think that's a safe bet. 
Yeah, I'm going the same route. <laughs> Revolver's really interesting here. Because, yeah, because I only know Poji, so I'm getting this deal figured out. Okay, so next we got, what do you want to do, L10? L10. L10. Okay, so in L10, I mean, at least as far as, they've only got, they put L10 Super Squad with single stack, so they've only got three L10 shooters there. They've got... um Blake Miguez, Casey Reed, and Gorka Abanias. And so I don't know necessarily who I thought wasn't Cody gonna shoot L10? Yeah. I or, think he was going to last year and didn't, and I think he did not plan to this year. Because you know, he just had a baby also. Yeah. Congratulations to Cody. Yeah. On his little bundle of joy. Yeah, big shout out to Cody. Little yeah. girl, right? Didn't he have a girl? He did. Yeah. She's she's freaking cute too. All right, L10. All right, I got our, our sheets spread out here. Okay, okay so at Nationals, they got the the Super Squad combined. Yeah, we already said that. Okay, sorry, I was typing. All right. I will take Christian Tyler for first. I think Jared should go last. No. No, he's going first this time. Whatever. You're going to regret it. I take Christian for first. Oh, I didn't know Christian. I didn't. Oh, I see. Okay, so they got Christian's also shooting it. Uh, Travis Tomasi is shooting L10. So I, I take Christian, Travis, Shane. Shane is on the is sign up for production. Oh. He's on. So. All right. Well, then uh, I'm going to take uh, Christian. Travis, and then we go with Casey Reed, the third. Dang, they're returning. You don't even don't even think the returning uh, <clears throat> champ is going to make the top three? No, huh? he's going to be not even giving him a chance. What'd you say, Christian? Travis Casey is what he Travis. picked. Casey. All right. All right, Jeremy. Where you got? Okay, you got? so. I mean, if you looked at Area 6 results where Christian did shoot limited there, um, and he like he beat up on some pretty good shooters and mm-hmm. and beat them pretty good. Like I think he would if he was cuz I was looking at scores and I was just assuming he was shooting open. I was like, "Dang, he got he got beaten open. That's weird." I was like, "Well, he was still at like 98, 96% or something. It was like 96, 97, 98%, somewhere in there." Like, well, he was still close, so maybe just had a rough first match. And then I looked and was like, oh, no, he was shooting limited, and he almost beat former national champs uh, with his limited gun. So with that being said, yeah, I'm going to go – I'll go with Christian in first. I'll put Blake Miguez second. And third place. Man, third is where it gets tough, I think. I'll go with my boy Casey Reed. He's going to have a – I think he's going to – he didn't have a great Nationals last year, and I think he's going to – I think he's going to have a good Nationals this year. Casey. So, a question. Do you think – this is going to be Christian's first match in a long time that's low cap. Does he think that's going to have any bearing on that? No. I think he's no. a good enough shooter, and it's full of guys that normally shoot high cap. I think he's on pretty – 
level playing field. Yeah, I mean, nobody's really, I mean, none of these guys shoot L10 as a normal division. Like, they're all high cap guys. They all shoot limited as a normal division. So, I think he's pretty yeah. much on a level playing field from that. And he started He started in the sport shooting yeah. production. I think, I think he's extremely yeah. fast. So, unless we get there and the match is just like stupid hard where speed doesn't give him any advantage, it can be hard to beat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'm also going to go Christian as the winner. Number one. Way to be original. I'm, I'm also going to take Blake for second. Uh, you, you wait and see. Travis, Travis is a smart pick there. Oh, I'm glad. Glad you think so. And for third, just to mix it up, or do I want to mix it up? I'm going to take Shane for third. Wait, Shane is he is shooting, shooting production? production? Yeah, all right. Yeah, Casey. Ah, uh, well, no, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Travis in third. Yeah, I like that. All right, so that sums up L10 single stack. The third place position is one where I could definitely see Travis. I I mean I could see Travis winning mm-hmm. that match. Well, that's what stood out to me from the area six results was it definitely like Travis looked like he was definitely shooting in like old form, like AMU form. Like he was shooting very well. In the couple of videos I yeah. saw, and as well as his finish, I mean, he was extremely competitive with Shane, who is a very dominant force in limited. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I fully expect Travis to shoot, to shoot well. But yeah, I could see him taking second. I mean, I could see him winning the mm-hmm. thing, but could, you got to, you got to, you only get three. So I, I didn't pick him. Okay, single stack. Uh, single stack. I'll go last. Jeff, you go first. Okay, single stack. So, what do you got here? Jeremy. This is the first time I've actually looked at the list. Sorry. I think Seeklander's going to take it. I think Seeklander is going to take it. Interesting. Okay. So it hurts a little bit. What you thought I was gonna say you? No, I knew you wouldn't <laughs> say me. <laughs> uh Seeklander. Oh. Ah, this is actually a tough one. Actually, no, I don't think Seeklander. I actually think Elias is gonna win it. Man, this is actually a tough one. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. No, I'm going to keep Seeklander in there. I'm going to put Elias second. And I'm going to give third to... I'm going to give you third, Jeremy. Jeremy Reed. Wow. Wow. Putting pressure on me, man. Jeremy Reed. All right. It is written. I'm going Latham. I'm ready to rip. Latham? Can't imagine why you'd pick somebody like that to win nationals. Right, right. Seems like you could get somebody unlikely. that's better. I it can't. So I can't unlikely. see they're shooting major, so I'm just gonna assume everyone's shooting major. I'm gonna go Latham, Jarrett, Reed. That's Jarrett. Todd that's Jarrett. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I assume 
Todd shoots major. He doesn't shoot major. He's not in the top five. He'll shoot. He'll shoot major. And you had Jeremy. Yeah, I'll take Jeremy for third. Third place. And his old nemesis is out of his division. Right. I'll just slide right, into Jeff's spot. So I mean, just like slide. it's it's really interesting because if the nationals are set up like they were last year, the low-cat nationals, then I mean, yeah, Rob is a Rob's a pretty like you're gonna have to pick them. I'm gonna guess they're not gonna be set up like they were last year. I'm gonna guess the ma- it's gonna be a the matchbook is out. The matchbook yeah, is out. I, I saw the email, but I, I didn't have a chance to look at it. So, um, And now that you say that, I think you might actually be right. Because I've looked at it. It looks more like a USPSA, a modern USPSA match. No, there's there's like a lot of small boxes. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Mm, that's actually a really good point since I've already seen the matchbook. So if I mean if Jeff's right and the and the match is set up like it was last year, then I will go Latham and Seaclander one and two. And I'm actually man, that's so tough because if it if it's set up it's just how the match is set up in this instance. Um I could totally change like I could my top three could totally change, but I'll go Seaclander one and Rob second. And I'm just putting a caveat in there that uh, that it's set up more like last year's right. Nationals. Who's number three? So you got and then C-Clander. third place. Yeah, Seaclander shot really great. I mean, he shot really well last year um, in both matches. Yeah. He shot really well. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Seaclander. He's just such a fundamentally solid shooter. In third place. Uh, I will go with I, I'm not gonna say myself. I'm gonna go with Elias in third. Yeah. I don't know what Eli- Elias's training has looked like lately, so that's I'm going a little bit a shot in the dark. But he Elias usually comes to play at nationals and usually usually does, does Yeah, well, you know, so. he he was uh he was making some posts on social media this year saying he was he had rekindled his his passion to to train and and whatnot so he he may come ready i think he'll do very well but i I just support my bro no i appreciate that i fully intend to to make the top three there you go that's good okay production production i mean this is like this one's this one's deep, and we can even talk about this some before we, uh, before we start making predictions. Because just on the super squad, and I'll be honest, I haven't looked through the whole like all of the squad lists other than the super squad, so that's kind of what I'm going off of. But you got on the super squad, you got Mason Lane, our boy Jared Fox, Stephen Lutman, JJ, Niels, Phil, Brian Giovanni, Chris Scott. I don't know who Chris Scott is. Is he? Do y'all know who Chris Scott is? He's on the Marine Corps shooting team. Oh, okay. Uh, Jacob Hetherington, Sal Luna, Shane, and Bryce Dupuy. Uh, I don't, and I don't know if I said his name right, but hopefully, I think you did. 
Um, so there's seven guys on the Super Squad that have won nationals. I got six. Uh, you got Mason, JJ, Nils, Phil, Jacob, and Shane. Did I count wrong? So that's oh, six. I'm sorry, I was counting Sal. I forgot he hasn't won one yet. I was going to say, I didn't think Sal had won. Uh, well, hey, he won a Ipswich National, I'm pretty sure. So that counts, right? No. <laughs> nope. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you got, but you, but you've got. I mean, I, I mean, our, I think we're maybe all in agreement here. Like, you've got seven guys that could legit win, though. Six guys. Yeah. I mean, you got Mason. May, I mean, I'm picking. Like, if I was going to pick the top six, be Mason, JJ, Nils, Jacob, Sal, and Shane. Like those. Like those are the top six. I'm saying like that's our top six right there. Again, assuming I could be missing somebody that's on a squad that I just hadn't seen. Yeah. Could be. Don't know who that could be. I mean, like, is, are you guys thinking the same? Yeah. It's me. It's me, Jeremy. I'm going to. Who are you? <laughs> Shut up. Is there a, is there a wannabe Jedi on here? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see Jedi there, any, there's someone anywhere. Who- there's a place for me right Jeremy, there. Since you're the one right person there. not shooting this division, pick your top three and then say where Jeff's going to finish and then say how much further up I'm going to finish than him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to. We have to. Oh, crap. I have to predict. That's. I got to predict between you two guys, too. Okay. Uh, so, oh, man. This one's, this one's tough. I'm going to go the top. Oh, yes. I don't know. Because JJ has been training with a production, and he just shot the uh, Dragons Cup, Dragons yeah. match, Dragon something match, uh, and he shot that in production. And Nils and Jacob and Sal both just shot Area Six. I'm just assuming Mason's going to be tuned up, but you know, I he- kind of heard Mason sound like he was less tuned, like he hadn't been super productive in the off season. It didn't sound like well, he does um, live in New England. Be a little bit colder up there, right? You know, I mean, like it's, but and but that's, I mean, like that almost has to be a fact that this match is in May. Uh, JJ and uh, is in Florida, yeah. isn't the AMU based out of Florida? No, I think they're Georgia, Ge- oh, George, yeah, you're probably right in Georgia, still southern. Uh, Mills is obviously in Arizona. There is no winner there. And Sal, I think, is still in Florida. I don't know if he's – does he still work for no, Frostproof? No, he works at Atlanta Arms, so he's in Georgia as well. Oh, he's in Georgia? Okay. still, But still Southern. I mean, like that's – like that kind of – to me, like that almost gives them a leg up on uh, Mason at this point. Um, so, so I'm going to go top three is Jacob, Nils, and JJ. And – I'm going to say I'm going to put Nils in third. I'll pick JJ second. And I'm going to give Jacob taking two in a row. Mm, two, for, two in a row. It looked like Jacob shot really well at area six. So the the crazy thing is you could have like all three of them could be out of the top three, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
So no, no slight to any, because I feel like the top six is going to all be, could all be, I mean, you could have like five or six people within like 3%. Like, so it could all be super, super close. All right. I'll, I'll go next. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Jacob for a repeat. I think he's, uh, he's shooting very strong at nationals. Looks like he shot very strong at area six. And then I'm also going to take Sal to be second again this year. Sal's Sal wasn't second last year. I thought he was. Mason Mason was. Oh, I thought Sal was. Okay. Well, then fine. Sal was like I'm taking fourth. Sal to do better this year. He's going to be second. Or was he and third? then I'm going to take JJ for third. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Jeremy, what did you say? You said Jacob. Who did you have in second? Uh, JJ? Didn't I go JJ. Yeah, Jacob, JJ, Niels. Okay, and then I have Jacob again for the win, Mason in second, Mason in second, and JJ in third. Why? So why did you put? uh, Why didn't you put Niels in your top three? Because I don't think he'll be in the top three. Because he's shooting a (laughs) cannon. Yes. Exactly. I mean, he's kind of like your. T- you're basically his teammate now, and you didn't pick him. Basically, basically. Well, I don't think I'll be in the top three either. So there you go. I, I think. It, I think top three in production is going to be harder than top three in single sack and L ten last year. No doubt. No doubt. Jared, are you going to beat Jeff? I feel very confident. I can overcome Jeff, yes. How many percentage points? Oh, it'll be close. Jeff's a very good shooter. Jeff, do you think you can beat the Squatchling? Um, yeah, I think I can. Exactly the answer I was expecting from him. He wouldn't be a serious um, competitor if he didn't feel that way. Yeah, it it's going to be interesting. I will tell you that. But I think I can. I... I have confidence in myself. So uh, I guess I need. I gotta pick you guys, and I gotta kind of pick where y'all finish too. Yeah, and let's all let's all pick uh, like which one of us will win and give a percentage. Let's do that. I haven't, like I said, I haven't looked through the entire production list, like to kind of pick where you're gonna finish. Um. That's gonna I'm going to put both of you in the top 12, which I think is pretty darn that's, solid. Yeah, that's probably like pretty close. Uh, I think I think y'all will both. I mean, I'm assuming y'all are going to have good matches because y'all have been sh- both shooting, shooting good. Uh, Jared's especially kind of on the uptick. I picked Jared in the last match, and he let me down. <laughs> uh and so I'm still reeling off of that a little bit, and I'm like, I'm scared to pick him again. But right, but you but saw him shoot. Jared also like beat Jeff on like ten out of twelve stages at that match. Yeah. And so like, if there had been another day, like Jared would have beat Jeff. It could have happened. And Jeff is still like he's been moving and. Training is kind of not happening. I mean, I don't want to make excuses before it gets started. So, 
So training, so okay there, so you just heard it, training, he's already making excuses like he hasn't been training much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. He does have primers. I do know that. Uh, I have primers. I have plenty of ammo. He's got, he's got that. I'm going to pick Sasquatch at ninth. Okay. Yeah, I feel okay about that because like, like I said, we listed like six or seven guys that are like really freaking like could win. I don't think Sasquatch is ready yeah. to win this year. Uh, I would agree with that. I think I got a long ways to go before I would ever be in contention to win. I don't think I don't think you're in contention to win. So I'm gonna put what did I say? I think I said eight. I'm gonna put Sasquatch at ninth. I'm gonna put Sasquatch yeah. in ninth at no, I'm not going to guess the percentage yet. And I'm going to put Jeff at 12. 12. Okay. I think those are very fair predictions. I would I would say those are very fair predictions because uh, I would expect Jeff to at least be in the top 13. And a, a top 10 would make me very happy with my match performance. Yeah, dude. Top 10 in that field is baller. Yeah. I got high expectations. I mean... I mean, truthfully, ninth to twelfth, like that's high expectations for both of you. So you both better be training. And if you make me look like an idiot, like I do enough of that on my own. I don't need y'all helping me. So no pressure. No pressure here. I've been shooting really well. Keep building on it. It's it's kind of interesting because this is without a doubt the least amount of rounds I've shot by like this point in the season. And I and I think I'm shooting better than I ever have. Yeah, and all honestly, like that's why I'm picking Sasquatch right now over Jeff, uh, because I just feel like he Sasquatch is carrying more confidence in his shooting, uh, and I, I mean Sasquatch has trained more than Jeff, and Jeff will give the air of confidence, but I think Sasquatch has like trained confidence more. <laughs> Like, Jeff could not shoot, like, for two years, and then he'd walk up like, yeah, I'm going to win. Like, he's, he'll he'll strut around like that, puffing yeah. his chest up. I'm a bad some bitch, man. Bad some bitch. Exactly. Jeff's a good shooter. <laughs> it'll, it'll be close. There there won't be more than a 2 or 3% difference between us. Jeff's very slow and steady, and that's, that does well at nationals. <laughs> it does. Multi-day match, it does very well. Lots of stages, it's good. Because you know what? More stages is just more chances for other people to screw up. That's that's actually quite true. That is that is very true. All right, Jared, let's hear it. Yeah. All right. thought I already answered that. I said I picked you for 13. Okay. And I would be happy. I'd be very happy with top 10 performance. And I put us within 2 or 3% of each other. You're picking yourself at six? No. I'm not picking an exact spot for myself. I'm picking a top ten for myself. It would make me very top happy. Top ten, yeah. I'm picking myself ahead of Jeff. We, he can be 299th, and if I'm 298th... It's a win. I don't think there's that many people in the match, but... <laughs> what percentage is Jeff going to finish in the match to Jacob? Jacob. Hmm. I've shot a, I've shot a gent I've shot a gent uh, Jacob one time, eighty six percent. 
Area 4. I picked Jeff for 86.5%. That's probably fair. Eighty Above 85 will usually get you in the top 16. So, I mean, what, that's... What percentage are you going to finish at, Jared? About 3% better than you. I'll go okay, with 90. So, I go with 90. 90 would make me very happy. 90? That'd be baller. I like it. These are great. I'm going 89 uh, and 88. 89 and 88? Yep. I still would not be upset with that. That's that's kind of going on historical precedence for those places. Good pick. I think this year, though, with the amount of heat in the top, I think you'll see like a 3 to 4% spread in like the top six, and I think it'll drop off pretty quick. Yeah, there's a good chance. I mean, there's a good chance you'll have five people within 5% and then nobody else within 10. That could very easily be the case. All right, my prediction. Here we go. I feel like right around 10th place is a real a real solid prediction for Jared. Eight, eight to ninth, or like eight, ninth, or tenth place. That just feels really right. Um, you got to pick one. So I'm going to say ninth. It's right in the middle. Let me copycat. Ninth place. Yeah. Do something original. Ninth place for Jared. Uh, I'm not going to do percentage yet. So you're picking eighth for yourself. Definitely <laughs> picking eighth for myself. Uh. Well, hold on. Let me look at this list again and see who I can beat. Because if you got Jared at ninth and you're going to beat him, then that means like you almost either got to bump Jared down a spot or... Like there's some guys in here I'm not too sure about. Well, I mean, you almost have to factor that like there's always somebody in the top 10 that's like, oh, where'd they come from? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I would say every, every name on that Super Squad is a guy that either has or definitely can't shoot 90 plus percent of the winner nationals. Yeah, I'm taking eighth place. Spicy. And the only reference I have for shooting against Jacob was area four last year, right? Which was a 12 stage match, 10 or 12. Yeah, I think it was 12. Right? I shot 89%. Yeah. 89%. Yeah, 89%. And I had two weeks on the gun. So that gives me confidence, right? Like that makes me feel really good. I don't know that I'll, of course that was at the end of the season, right? So I was like practiced up. Even if I wasn't shooting production, I was practiced up. You also have the advantage of no pressure because you didn't really care when you made the vision. Still. And you had a good squad to shoot with. What's your squad at Nationals? What's good on it? Awesome. Well, it's more that he's rooming with the dude that's awesome. So... He's he's gonna be in good shape. He's got somebody that's gonna build him up every night and tell him how how good he is, how good he's gonna shoot. Like it's he'll be in good shape. Do I know this person? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna send like strippers and bourbon to your room. I'm pretty sure both our wives would shoot you. Like they, they would. <laughs> I think your wife would understand what I'm doing. But I feel like Jeff's wife probably doesn't know how to use a gun. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it would matter. Uh, they would get together and and they it would be bad for you. Okay, so she'd be understanding. <laughs> be okay. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna win by two percent. Yeah, 
So there's going to be a 2% gap between 8th and ninth place? Yep. That's right. He's not a smart man. Don't make him think too hard. There's got to be a gap somewhere, man. Well, that would put our... I mean, if if you if you do win, then that put... Oh, wait, y'all are shooting against each other four times this year, right? Uh, we'll shoot together every match we shoot against each other. Or every match we're both at. I'm going to shoot production. I'm planning to shoot production all year. Except for high cap nationals, I think I'm going to shoot carry optics there. Interesting. And I do agree. It's going to be. Maybe I'll shoot carry optics and open. Uh, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot 90%. 90? Yeah. And Jared's going to shoot. What, what does that make, Jared? 88%? Yeah. I like it. Perfect. Perfect. It's good to have dreams. It is. What other matches do we get to match up at? Bighorn? Area 3. You shoot Area 3? Good. And Area 4? Yep. Area 3, Area 4, Bighorn. So this is a five-match series then. Are you shooting anything else? Area 3, Area 4, Bighorn, Nationals. No, that's it. That's all I'm shooting this year. Why don't you throw a dot in that thing and come to high cap with me, too? Mm. No, thanks. Not going to do it. Sounds expensive. I'll loan you a dot. I bet you would. I bet you would. A broke-ass dot. Nope, I'll send you a brand new one. It's never been out of the box. (laughs) No. No. All right. All right, so we got some solid predictions. These are good. So our new national champions are Poji, Christian. Uh, well, these guys either Seeklander or Latham, and Jacob. Not really any new names there. Are we unanimous on everything except for single stack? Think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We we are either gonna look really smart or really dumb. Yeah. We're going to look like experts on the sport or the dumbest people alive. Yeah. Could really go either way. It can, I mean, it can't really be any bad, worse than last year. I mean, last year we got we were pretty far off on quite a few <laughs> of them. So, right? Yeah. To say the least. I thought we all picked. Didn't we all pick Christian to win open last year? I think so. Didn't we all pick Max to win CO? I mean, uh-huh. yeah, we picked Max. I don't know if we all picked Christian when open. I think I picked JJ. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like we were, we were pretty good last year. I think we got two or three divisions, right? We got a couple. We did. None of us picked Rob to win single stack. I'll say that. Well, that was the no. He wasn't even on Super Squad last year. I mean, Which was crazy because he was 12, 12th place the year before. Yeah, really, so. when I was watching scores, I thought Jeff was going to win it until he shot two mics on one stage, and I'm like, never mind. Yeah, that's crazy. Could have won it. I was right there, right? Could have, would have, should have. Could have, would have, should have, didn't. All right, that wraps it up. That is our Nationals prediction, or low-cap Nationals, low-cap Beretta, low-cap Nationals predictions. Yeah, if you guys uh, think we're dumb and think we missed somebody, like like we didn't pick you, uh, 
send us a message and let us know. Uh, we also, we need some topics to talk about. So if anybody has any questions or topics they want to hear Jeff Bloviate on, uh, send it in. You can send it to the Facebook page, the Instagram page. Uh, you can send it to any of us personally. All fine. Uh, but send us questions if you got any questions. We actually have a ton of good topics that Jeremy and I came up with the other day, but they're like, they're super discussional topics. So Jared will probably like check out and fall asleep or something. High likelihood. But they're awesome topics. Yeah, they're good topics about uh, training, uh, different stuff like that. Mindset, different strategies for training, training ideas. They were some cool topics. We were just we were talking about them on the way to Ozarks, and I was just writing them down the whole time. Yeah. So we do have some good topics that we can talk about. Um, but you know, engaging with yeah, we always love to hear from anybody that's uh, that's listening, and if y'all just want to tell us that we're stupid too, like that's I'm fine. To, I'm I love to. Watch, listen to those too. They're funny. We've had somebody, we've had a few people tell us that we're pretty dumb. And I got a yeah. kick out of it. It is funny. It's good stuff. And it hurts. I mean, Sasquatch goes and cries at night. I do. I'm very sensitive. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. Oh, stop recording, damn it. <laughs>